Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. to Oh When The Town with Luke Gregory. Hello and welcome to Oh When The Town and here's what's coming up today. Luton crash out of the FA Cup with a 4-0 defeat away to Bournemouth. Uh, we had a great chance with, with Harry. There's only Harry really who can get us there. Um, you need to score that and then you get a second bite of the cherry with a penalty. Alan standing foot goes and we don't score. Donovan Daniels makes his Luton Town debut and we thought he did okay. I thought he was class, mate. I don't get wrong, right? I know there's been videos going around and what he's done, whatever, but do you know what? That's in a Doncaster shit. We also answer your Instagram questions and loads more. And on tonight's episode of Owen the Town, I'm joined by Pataro and Dave. Evening, guys. Good evening. evening. How are you feeling after the FA Cup exit? Yeah. Meh. Nah, don't really mind, to be honest, mate. If I'm actually 100% honest, I don't really mind. I mean, the FA Cup's not what it used no. to be, eh? That's the problem. Um... Sometimes you feel a, a less stronger side than mm. normal. Uh, what do you expect? Mm. Even the you know the big clubs do it. Everyone yeah, does it. So Disappointing it. that we didn't get a result. Disappointing in the way it went. However, doesn't really matter. We weren't going to win it, were we? No. Maybe. Might have won it. We said last week we were going to beat Watford in the final. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. But, you know, again, when, when I was a lot younger, I used to believe that we had every chance of winning the FA Cup all of the time. From round three onwards, I genuinely thought we could get there. You know, lucky for me, we got to a couple of semi-finals. Um, but these days, I don't think you genuinely believe that. No, no, no chance. So you saw some nice, nice bits, David. There. Well, yeah. let's look at some three-word reviews from Saturday's four-nil defeat to Bournemouth. Richard says cross goal repeat. <laughs> Paul says season from hell. Neil defensive mistakes still. Dwayne says take your chances. Callum key moments again. Lee said capitulated as usual. Kieran said Donovan bloody Daniels. Uh, Joe said lack quality players what do you reckon out of them lot well Dave straight away I've looked at you we've yeah. agreed season the same from thing. hell yeah. come on what is that about come on this is um, not that bad compared to the season we really had from hell is it yeah, let's be fair come on going down on. going down problems. 30 yeah. points all that they were the seasons from hell yeah okay we had a nice run in a Johnson paint at the time but you know come on we spent... maybe we've taken that out of proportion a little bit but yeah let's just not it's, it's, it's not, not a season look, from the hell, season's really. not been it's fantastic anyway. result wise has it it's not been fantastic no. result wise but season from hell Paul I think it's a bit too far fella later on in this episode we're actually going to get into a question David asked us on social media about season from hell so we'll, we'll talk about that near the end of the podcast right, okay. today um, I, I do like the one from Lee capitulated as usual because that's what it kind of felt like as soon as Bournemouth got that yeah. second goal in that second I half I said to you didn't I after just, that second goal win I said to you didn't I yeah. capitulation well the penalty miss was go. crucial surely <laughs> yeah and Cornix one on one, but we'll get into that. I well, let's get into the game. Let's get straight into it. It was a few changes. I think we lined up with four centre halves. Yeah, we the did. Don, Donovan Daniels, Daniels at right back, wasn't it? Pearson. And who was the other one? Lloyd Jones. Lloyd Jones, yeah. Literally four centre halves yeah. in our back four, which instantly you're thinking, oh, that's not good, is it? I was struggling to figure out what formation we were going to play. Um, yeah. Bournemouth started well, I thought. It looked like a proper Premier League team. I think Sluga pulled off a good save. 
That was brilliant side that, wasn't it? Yeah. Quite safe. But, but look, yeah. it, their first goal comes from across again. A- again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just gets to that stage where it's laughable, though. Right, it says it it's it, it? Where is it? On the uh, thing. Um, cross goal repeat. Cross goal repeat. There you go. Yeah. Richard said it. We it's all looked so at that easy, for you. though, isn't it? That's it. Well, don't you think, we've said this before, don't you think the opposite managers haven't looked and seen that and that's well, they know that's our weak spot, so that's what they do. That's how I used to beat you on FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> cross goal repeat. Do you reckon it's the case of um, stopping the cross that needs to happen or defending in the box better? Or is it just a little bit mixed to be honest, both, I, th- I think stopping the cross is a lot more difficult than what people think it is. But I think the whole... The marking in the box, the whole yeah. Once the cross has gone in, there, yeah. The, do you know what I mean the the, the, the the dedication. Let me get it out now. The dedication, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah. To get to that ball first and win it, or put yourself in. Do you know what I mean in front of the ball? But we don't, we don't do it enough. Like it I mean, just goes on about. Oh, I think you've got to be really yeah, fair. There are some well. crosses that are so great that you can't defend them, but there are others, and and several this season where. They've pinged across in, and there's a guy standing on his own in the box, yeah. or he's on the far side of the box on his own. Or so it's defence of that. Mm-hmm. Billing was on his own for that first goal. Yeah, yeah of course. In the was. weekend, we watched Leeds Arsenal Even tonight, and the amount it. of good crosses Leeds yeah. put in that first half today, and like, Arsenal couldn't stop their crosses, but Arsenal were still winning all the headers mm-hmm. in the box. Well, that's it. The point is, if if it's you awareness, def- isn't it? yeah, maybe aware of what's around you and a leader in that back four that says this is happening, let's deal with it. That's how I feel. Yeah. Sometimes those crosses ping in, you mm-hmm. can't do nothing about them. And when a striker hits them, they go in, you think, oh, okay, decent. But we make too many defensive errors and leave people alone. I think the fact that we've all, as supporters, as a club or whatever, even us, I picked up on the fact that it's always a cross. It is. Yeah, well, they know. I think they everyone, know. Everyone, everyone last week's podcast. It's, it's so obvious, though, isn't it? We've conceded four yeah. goals from crosses since last it's week's mad, podcast. Yeah, since we tweeted that video of all our crosses <laughs> we conceded, I think we've conceded seven crosses since that video we put out two weeks ago. Yeah, well, then it's ridiculous. That's our fault for putting it out because we've jinxed it. No, joking. No, <laughs> no joking. But um, no, it's true, though. It's, we can't. It's, I think it's the awareness, I think, sometimes. I think there's too many people with tunnel vision in and around the box defen- defensively. But, look, we're fed up with it. But I don't think it's going to change, really. Well, they scored a second goal from across, and it was hilarious, because I think um, just offside for of VAR. Mm-hmm. But from the corner, wasn't it? It's just from the corner, mm-hmm. another free header. And it's just, ah, oh, it's just like, what else can we say about it? Like, what, what, what else can we say about it, apart from we just need new players in there to defend these crosses? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's hard yeah, to say anything. Is it? It's just really hard to say anything. But it didn't count, did it? So that's that's the thing. No, but in the league that does count. That's the thing, isn't it? In the yeah, in the league it does count. But in that the, game, the Lionel didn't put his flag up, did he? No, no, no. Because they're told not to. What was your thoughts on VAR quickly before we move on? Uh-huh. Live in a Luton game, well, first time ever. You know me, man. I don't. I hate it anyway. I absolutely detest it. But man. how was your experience of it? At the weekend, Shy, I suppose because always went mate, in our the end favor. of the game or whatever, or the end of the first half, I was get out to half time. Come on, and you got an extra couple of minutes at a time because of it. You think, oh fuck that, I can't be asked anymore. Yeah, but the decisions from VAR went Luton's way on at the weekend, so they, they you know, but you know what? The, the offside goal argue. given, the penalty given by VAR. So in but that no, respect, the penalty was given anyway. It was the penalty was checked, VAR, but it was still yeah. given. But they had the they had the uh, authority to say no, it's not a penalty. And they could yeah, have stopped that penalty going. Uh, the fact that he didn't score it is neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah. But VAR um, made those decisions. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think it's sad that the, you only see in the stadium possible offside, possible That's penalty. all we saw. Yeah. I on think the that's screen, sad. When Bournemouth's second goal went and it said uh, VAR checking possible offside. I mean, we've never experienced it before, either no. have we, really? So. The thing is, that second goal went in, I sat down and I was ready, I was literally ready to leave. We had a night out planned. I was like, I could go back to that hotel and have a nap before mm-hmm. going out. Yeah, it's not going out. So, VAR disallowing that, you know, kind of woke the Luton fans up a little. Yeah, but at the end of the day, look, going on to VAR, if you're, if you're asking my honest opinion about VAR, I don't like it. I think it's shocking. I think it's inconsistent. I but think it's here to go, stay. Though. Yeah, unfortunately, it is here to stay. I agree with that. But another thing as well is, right, if you're going to have VAR in the FA Cup at a Premier League ground and not in any other game, yeah, it's don't not, have it. It's don't not fair it on the competition. No, it's Absolutely not. not. But you either have it 100% in there yeah, exactly. or you don't. You wipe the whole thing from the FA Cup. So I think there has to be, there has to be sort of like legislations now where you say, hang on a minute, it's not happening everywhere you go. But and something, needs to, something really needs to change because you can't see it in say ten percent of the games or whatever. No, it's it's you don't v- see VAR that. is made for TV audiences. Yeah, as of well, course it is. So come on, so the Premier League clubs have it, so they're going to use it. Mm-hmm. And there was an incident the other night where the referee went to the to the touchline, didn't he, to look at a review on the screen to send someone off. Uh, Crystal Palace game, I think yeah. it was. And he, and he went oh, and reviewed it himself it, yeah he actually oh, used wow. it himself so in that respect that's better but Jeez. VAR in particular I hate it it'd be nice to see how many points we could have made, potentially gained from having VAR in the league with us this season oh please don't I think it. I think it will <laughs> eventually if it sticks in the Prem I think it will feel its way down to the Championship I believe it will but well, then you, they need more assistance think, don't you've they? got to think over the, over the uh, next sort of I don't know five to eight to ten years maybe because you have VAR put in place for when you go up to the Premier anyway. If you get ready to get it again, let's face it, a lot of teams go up and down and whatever else. They'll have the facility to do it. But then, who's paying for the VAR? Mm. I'll tell you what, if Luton has to pay for it, I'll say, nah, shut up your backside, mate, I'm not having it. Do you know what I mean? Straight away. <laughs> I guess the only thing with VAR is if we would have had a last-minute equaliser chalked off for a, a leg hair offside, <laughs> you'd have just been guided. Yeah. So, that's it. VAR done. Can we I just like say it. as well, by the way, Go on, VAR is a load of shite because I'm going to say it now. You might disagree with this. I've seen the replay back twice. That's it. On a small phone, bearing in mind. Matty Pearson for that penalty. I'm pretty sure it was Matty Pearson. Yeah. Right? That wasn't a penalty. Do you think? Nah. And that's why I don't believe. I think they thought, oh, you know, bless Luton, they're going to get battered here today. Let's give him a goal. Still <laughs> give him a goal, we still miss it. Well, before I, that I still, penalty. Look, can you, hang on, sorry, Dave, do you think it was a penalty, honest opinion? Well, it was given as a penalty. So do you, do you think, no? no I'm, I'm glad he took the penalty, yeah. Your I, opinion, I, you can't even know what's He's not even seen it, Batari. He doesn't know <laughs> I have, I have, I've <laughs> seen it. Watch it back. Greg, what do you think? Penalty or no penalty? I thought it was a penalty, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I don't, but yeah. I thought he played for it, but I thought it was Yeah, massive. That's why I don't like it, because you play for Everybody plays for penalty. Is. Oh, it's part of the on. game these days, sadly. It's it's what it is. Yeah, but it's not football, football, is it? He was tapped, he it's felt football. he felt it, is it and he went over. It is football Why now. Not, it is football now, and that's that's the saddest thing because they feel the slightest piece of touch on their body, any position, oh, and they go over. No, they'll fall over. And I've all, and, they, and and the commentators will go, Oh, there's not enough mm-hmm. to go down there. And there is. There See, is. I, I disagree. I'm the hundred percent the opposite complete way there. I don't agree with I just don't fall like over it. Touch. Patara, I, don't like I it. don't like it. I don't like the way they fall over like they've been touched with a feather. It's a contact but, sport, man. But it's not anymore. That's the problem. It's not anymore. But technically, Those cars, it is yellow cars come out, red's come out. 
There's a legal foul. We'll move on. All right, come on. Before the penalty, (laughs) Corny gets through one and one. Um, He's missed a few now this season, hasn't he? These one and ones. Yep. Scored a couple. Birmingham away. um, Bristol City home. The one against Preston was terrible. How would you rate this one against Bournemouth the other day? It was just as bad as any others, weren't it, really? It's like a one-on-one one match. That he didn't I, need I to did, take. But I love Cornick, so I, I'm not going to sit and slate him, because I do rate the Cornick. Do you know what? It was the only option, the only outlet we had the other day going forward. Did you not mm. feel a bit sorry from the other day that he... That there was times where he was taking on four or five yes. former defenders on his own. And he done really well. That's why I really feel sorry. Do you know what? I've heard people, right, today, yesterday, on the day, saying... Oh fucking corner! You know he can't finish and all this crap, right? Oh, he's shy. He's far apart. Shy. But what about his uh, commitment, his work rate, his desire to do these things? All right, he's not getting the rubber green half the time. But guess what? He could go the opposite way as well, and he could turn into a, a bad man player. That's what he could be. But look, we don't know. But all I know is that I appreciate what the shift he puts in for the team. I appreciate I th- it. I think his um, his one on one versus Preston was more clear cut mm-hmm. than the one against Bournemouth. I think he had two defenders running down on him, um, and I don't he did. Know. But he's got to score that. Yeah. Well, you say he's got to score that. Maybe he takes a different touch. Maybe he takes it a little bit wider, and then hits it across. I he don't definitely know. has scored that. In my opinion, I'll be yeah. honest. He definitely has scored that. Yeah. But look, we're looking at three one on ones over the past what six weeks or whatever. It's not the end of the world. Look, I know you say if it happened in the league game, I think I'd be more upset. But against Bournemouth, mm, okay, I know it's. It's still football. And Which is like to see him learn from the, the misses, though. But do you not think... No, he did try and lift that one at Bournemouth. That's yeah. the only thing I'd say. Do you not think... Mate, don't get me wrong. Travers, he done well there. He did do really well, Travers, in all fairness. But there's, t- there's time for done... lifting the ball. There's time for powering yeah, yeah, yeah. the ball. There's time for picking a spot but and he, driving he can't, the ball. He can't get it right at the moment, bless no. you. I'm and, sure he, no. I'm, I'm positive. I'm almost Let's... certain he'll get it right. That's yeah. what they say when you're down at the bottom. Nothing goes for you. There's no luck going for you. Don't believe in that, but yeah, so, fair enough. Yeah, but you know, it's it's one of them things. Nah, mate, I right. think Cornick will come good. Let's just we will stick behind him, mate. We've got a proper player on our hands there, proper player. We do. We just need to give. It just needs a bit of more. What's the word? I won't even say education because I don't think you can educate those kind of. Um, it's mental with the end of the day, play. It? You can't. Yeah, because he's got the ability to tuck it away. I think because sometimes he's so quick, he's just constantly. Looking at where, oh, it's confidence yeah. as well. Confidence. If you yeah, get, if you get two or three not, of those chances, you don't see in. though. If you're running so fast on through on goal, and you've made up 20, 30 yards in the space of four seconds or whatever, three seconds, and I think sometimes for him it's more. He doesn't know what to do next. He looks up and he's got a split second to side, and he just he's lashed at it. I think yeah, that's like, what it right, is. Okay, confidence. Yeah. When you get yeah. confidence, confidence, when those yeah. when they start going in, he'll score more regularly. Mm-hmm. Composure as well, which comes yeah, down composure, to the mental the mental yeah. thing of knowing what you're going to do with a one-on-one. And the pressure on a yeah. one-on-one when you're losing and you're running towards that goal thinking, I've got a score, I've got a score, and then, you know, you put too much pressure it on yourself. It is very well. rare, though, that you see a very, very quick player, a rapid player like Cornick, have the great composure. And then players there, you're talking Champions League. Well, I was going to say, you, yeah, you're talking world-class yeah. players then, aren't you? This is what we're saying. Yeah. And unfortunately, Cornick is not that. But, you know. Not yet. But, no, hopefully, <laughs> yeah, hopefully not yet. Yeah. Let's, let's well, hope. we already spoke about Pearson winning the penalty. Let's talk about the actual penalty itself. Sheehan stepped up to take it. You know what, right? I, I'm all for Sheehan taking penalties. Mm-hmm. And I saw so many people on social media say, well, why was Sheehan taking it? Why and not? Think, a set piece, man. Why not? Sheehan's taken penalties for us in the, yep. in the past. Um, although I maybe would have liked to see Elliot Lee taking it. But yeah, it I is. think we all would have done because, look, 
Lee's taking penalties before, isn't he? Yeah. I think Lee's... Lee took one, one against pitch, Ipswich yeah. earlier on in the season and tucked it. Lee's the, the one corner. on the pitch that you looked at and thought, oh, Lee should take this, really. Yeah. But, no. And Sheen steps up and slips. Yeah, and we went just straight... As soon as that missed, we just went straight down to... You couldn't even get beer at Bournemouth, could you? No, it's shite, Down it? to buy a, a minging hot dog, thinking, well, oh, yeah, you did. Time. I wouldn't waste money on that shite, man. Yeah, you sit there for three minutes waiting for VAR to check it. Get the minutes. Maybe Three not, minutes. Maybe oh, I was going to say, but, but no, mate. It might have been. Hey, did anybody look? Was there any encroachment? I don't think it matters, does it? If he's hit the bar, clearly not, because VAR mm. would have. Well, it depends if they run the box first. But I, to be honest, I haven't looked back on it. I don't really. If I'm honest, I don't really care. So encroachment. <laughs> what you're saying is encroachment doesn't count if they miss it. And I hit have the no post idea the what bar, the rule is, but they did. But if if it hits the keeper and the keeper says it, they look for encroachment. Yeah. There I, you go. VAR. Know. Another reason to hate it. I don't know. I don't know the rules. Is that how it goes? I don't know, I'm just asking you guys. We I thought know. encroachment goes if a player runs in the box exactly. before your player does, or... Either way, it's irrelevant. Yeah, it anyway, let's, let's it not get into it's that. It's gone. That's something for like match of day two or some <laughs> shit, isn't it? Not us. Uh, and then Bournemouth just came out in that second <laughs> half, they scored three more goals. We had like one or two shots, second half, skied over. One corner, one shot on target the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, and their second goal's due to a mistake, Alan Sheehan. I love Sheehan, right? But I think he's past it. I don't think he's championship quality. I don't think he's the answer to, to nah, what we need. maybe not. No, nah, maybe not. But like you said, you like Sheehan. I think he's good to have in around the team, though. I really do. I'd say that. I think, like I said, I still think he's become a... I think he'll do his coaching badge at Luton. Just going to put it out there and call that one there. Be nice. Yeah, the, the, the one thing I think you can be happy with... Uh, with Sheehan is he puts in a banging delivery obviously Bradley's yeah. goal at Millwall last week mm-hmm. but just like mm. defensively now he's made a couple of errors and it's just like it's because he gets caught out is, is, by it, pace. Is, it, is it his pace exactly yeah. it's not like his brain isn't there he it was just simple though wasn't it it was a mistake they sprint past Jones because Jones is the slowest centre half in the world pulls it back Callum Wilson Premier League shot well, I don't know I'll probably pick a few out that yeah. pretty much slower than him but yeah and then Billing with the third long way out and Solanke with the fourth. Just Can I just say, oh, it was when, so Dominic, when Dominic Solanke scores against you, you know you're having a fucking bad season because that guy is shite, mate. Pure shite as well. <laughs> I'm sorry. Solanke wanky. Yeah, no chance, mate. <laughs> uh, fucking James it was just Coyne a mess though, wasn't it? it was just a mess. I just think the whole game just sat there. Just like, oh. mm-hmm. It's just disappointing because you, you go to a match full of hope that you might do something different this week. Um, I got a match for the beer person. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know, Actually, Millwall, Bournemouth, when you go to those games, you think, well, perhaps we could do something. Yeah. And when you start you playing dream, quite well, like, yeah. if you think about first half at Millwall, we played quite well. And, uh, you know, Bournemouth, we could have been in that game at half time. We could have been 2 1 up. We could have 1 or 2 1 up. And it's a different game, it's a different match. So we, we shoot ourselves in the foot every week mm-hmm. and it just gets a bit boring to watch and it gets a yeah, bit monotonous to watch it's the same sort disappointing of crap so you can really. understand why some people are a bit, and a bit angry about it yeah Kieran uh, asked us an Instagram question we'll touch on this now he said what was your thoughts on the atmosphere at Bournemouth do you think everyone just turned up a bit deflated it was very the, the area we were sitting in or standing because we stood at the very back luckily enough yeah everyone was sat down in front of us I know me and you had a little bit of a, a chat about People sitting and standing. I had a little moan as well. Yeah, yeah before you start getting into it, I know. But, but um, I just think it is what it is. It's people, about people sitting. Yeah. Nah, not even that. It's just the fact that it was a bit dead and 
Because yeah, they but, expected nothing. Yeah, but why go to a match if you're going to be like that? I don't know, I'm sorry, but sometimes you just think you're there for the occasion, it's the FA Cup, you're playing a Prem team, alright, it's only Bournemouth. But there's your issue though, it's only Bournemouth. That's the issue. When we were non-league and we went to Norwich, I don't know that anybody sat down. When we went to Newcastle, we didn't sit down. I didn't actually mean it like it's only Bournemouth. Yeah, but it is but only people, Bournemouth. People that is the thing, that, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. It, Bournemouth are a Premier League side, yeah. but it's only Bournemouth. If that had been Tottenham, we'd have all been standing up, or they'd have yeah. probably got us to sit down, you know, at their <laughs> yeah. stadium. But that, that's the thing, it's only Bournemouth, so a little bit blasé, I suppose. It, it was a bit quiet, I think. I think when, just fed up, when, you, when you go 1-0 yeah. down to that cross... Everyone's just like, it's just the same thing again. And this is when it comes back to last week, what I said about putting effort in. I just feel like Luton didn't have a go against Bournemouth, in that, especially in that second half. They didn't score their second goal until like the 70th minute. And no. I feel like in them 20 minutes beforehand, we just did not have a go. We didn't take the game to them, didn't give us anything to get excited about, didn't give us a corner. Literally nothing. And I can kind of understand people, it's a half-five kickoff. There's probably some fans just sitting there. That I just want to follow the club around the country. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's harsh to. I've always been like one of them people that think you can't moan at someone for sitting down if they're at the game. No, that's their, that's their, their entitlement. That's their entitlement. And yeah, there's a lot of old people you that buy, want, to, seat, want yeah. to sit down. Like fair play. I don't. I don't mind that. Just to be nice if more people who want to stand went to the game. That's my my thing. The problem is that you can't stand if the person behind you is the old guy that wants to sit. Yeah, no, that is annoying. Like, that is annoying. Oh, um, so yeah. I was so happy we were at the back because I just oh, sit yeah. down. Actually, I did sit down during that first half. I was fed up. <laughs> Go home. Yeah, I know about it, mate. Because I just yeah, I thought I'd knock you out at one point. <laughs> in all fairness, but never mind. Thanks. Nah, Here's some of your reaction to the Bournemouth loss. Ray says scoreline flattered Bournemouth, who were in the ropes once they scored the first goal. Outplayed by Luton until the second goal when the hedge dropped. One on one chance and missed penalty. Big moments once again, which I guess is true. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, Jack said I know we'd like to survive in the championship um, if we can but picking this sort of side is an insult to our club to the fans to the football and to the FA Cup when you boil it down it's about money or the manager wanting to finish as high in the league table as possible Mm. Mm. well the FA Cup Mm. really isn't what it used to be it's not as um, it's not that competition that everybody wants to win anymore I think I think the FA have shot themselves in the foot with the FA Cup I'd love to win it one day but you're right. Oh, yeah. So, but I wouldn't say insult to our club. And maybe you know. What I'd say to what Jack. Do you, what I'd you say his players happy as well. I would rather. I would yeah. rather beat Birmingham on Saturday. Yeah, of course. And then you know, with a well, full strength team. Say. Would you rather? Yeah, absolutely. Jones have played Collins for full ninety, McManaman for a full ninety, Luwalua for a full ninety, and maybe take a draw at Bournemouth and then lose to Birmingham. Or would you rather have a fresh Collo and a fresh McManaman and a? And then go smash Birmingham. Quick next question: week. Are they fresh though? Still, they're still training during the week and that. As yeah, well. but no, yeah, I think I think match, match nowadays. Fitness. Is that not just like a cliche thing? That's what people are saying. Like keeping them fresh. There's the week apart from the game. I don't know. I'm, so, well, I'm not really you, in that. Point, how would you honest. feel if our one striker, our one proper striker, I got injured? You mean got injured? Yeah, in no, game, I understand. You know, that. And he no, had no, but I don't mean getting injured. No, but he could have done. So no, rest the players for the right reasons. I think he put out a good side-ish. Mate, I think football in the championship, when it comes down to having an extra days, an extra week off resting, Jones has said we can't play three games in a week with the no. same squad. They said we struggle to do that. I believe. I think after the Christmas period, yeah, it's, so, it's got to be a thing. Give him a week off. Why not? Uh, someone who made their debut at the weekend, Donovan mm. Daniels, Mr. Double D, 
It's a double D. Thought we'd focus is on it. massive our... as well, isn't he? What a unit, mate. It looks like a, looks like a fucking fridge. <laughs> looks like a fridge. Yeah, he's huge. <laughs> what, did you, what did you make of him then? Oh, Daniel's class, mate. Don't get wrong, right? I know there's been videos going around and what he's done and whatever, but do you know what? That's in a Doncaster shirt. I don't care. The thing I care about at the moment is I don't know, we don't know how he's going to be for the next however many games. If he does play, he gets a run in the team. But what I do know is on Saturday, yeah. on an individual performance, I thought he had a very, very, very solid game. I thought he didn't right. look out of place at all defending against those Bournemouth players. But look, like I said, we don't know because obviously we've heard things, we've seen things. But is he better than the, the starters that we've had during the season? We don't know. To be honest, yeah, after one game, seen, I can't you judge seen enough it. of him, right? No, so yeah. you can't judge unless him you give him game. a run. You can't really judge what he's like. But what but. I did know, is, what I did notice, sorry, the other day was he was very, very composed on the ball. Right. On, do you not? Know, was you not great? Yeah, yeah, I, th- yeah. I thought going forward, he looked all yeah. right as well. I mean, thank you, right? He got nuts in the first couple of minutes or whatever, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take that. But I think it was a Ryan Fraser, was it? That nutsed him. Yeah. Good play. A, a Ryan Fraser, whatever that is. But yeah, um, I thought he was solid with, with um, heading the ball away. I thought he looked pretty yeah. good at doing that. Oh, mate, he's like Which, ten foot and about but that eighteen could be, stone. That could be something that we're crying out for. Yeah, maybe. maybe mate, the thing is, right? Like people said, they oh, and he sh- done shit at Doncaster. Maybe he didn't he just didn't fit in that sort of team, like. Maybe. Yeah, maybe the, maybe the, the coaching wasn't right either. So you know, maybe you know the Luton coaches are getting the best out of him now. Let's hope, let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah, Luton anyway, coaches like getting it. the best out of a player. Hmm. Well, well, no, no, I'm not no. sure on that one at the moment. Mate, if he comes oh. in now, to that's the end a of the bit season, unfair though because does a job, they have then. they have developed squads in the past. So that's not a fair that's not a fair comment to make. He, you know, they can coach people. At the moment, we're not defending very well. So maybe I would say there's nothing this season that's made me think Jones and Brabin have managed to coach a player to improve. Okay, that's your opinion, but it's not just them too, is it? Mm-hmm. No, no, it's them and their staff. Hmm. I don't think no one's improved this season. Uh, Harry Cornick. Apart from Cornick. I'll Harry Cornick. Even though but has he improved few, though? No, massively. Yeah? Okay. Huge. I'm, I don't care. Do you know what, right? Have a debate about it if you want on your social media and, and whatnot. Have a go if you want, I don't mind. But for me, I... He's improved certain aspects I of his love, game, I'll tell I love him, the fact... He, no, massively, mate. He's massively improved. Hang on a minute, he scored, what, six or seven goals this season already? Isn't that more than he scored last season? Yeah, probably. Is that not an improvement in the league above? Yeah, yeah. Straight away. His conversion rate in the first sort of like 15 games. Okay, one play then. But either way, back Mental. to Daniels. Um, yeah, do you see him starting against Birmingham? And if so, would he be suited as a right, right back? back? Maybe. Well, he did it right against Bournemouth. Why didn't another shout on it, really? Can it be worse than Bree? Or Look, Bolton. No comment. I'm not getting into that no situation, comment. but it's a difficult, you know, it's a difficult do question, isn't it? It's, it's not a one that... different. It's a different. Would it be a risk if he was to play him, or would it not be a risk? Because I don't no, think no. it'd be a he's risk. In, yeah, but he's fit. He's been playing for Doncaster all season, isn't it? All right, it's a league below and whatever else, but. Is it a risk when he's fully fit and give the guy a chance? I mean, look, mate, he done he done well against Bournemouth. Can't do any worse, can he? Nah, can't well, be any worse. So, you know, maybe a different person in that position might might do the job. Mm-hmm. Who well, knows is the yeah, answer. Well, Who knows? Who knows what's going through Graham Jones's mind? We asked you what you thought of Daniel's performance against Bournemouth. Daniel said that he looks strong and good on the ball, can win a header, which is something we've been lacking, which is what we just said. Maybe maybe he could be the answer to clearing a cross every now and again. Just someone mm-hmm. who can get the head on a ball. 
Um, Paul said, played weak gives, gives Jones something to think about if he needs to change things up in central defence, as clearly the current pair is not working out well at the moment. Take a risk and put him in against Birmingham, says Paul. Yeah. Would you be unhappy if you saw our back four as Bree, Bradley, Daniels and no. Bolton at the weekend, no. maybe? And what Sheehan, it? maybe? Mm, maybe, yeah, because for me, I wouldn't chop. Damn it. You're saying Pearson, get Pearson yeah, out of the team rather than bring Do you know what I say about Matty Pearson? No. He's not the tallest of centre halves, is he? Six foot one, he's tall enough. Do you think? Yeah, he's tall enough. Yeah, he's quite He's tall. lost fifty three percent of his aerial jewels in the league, which is the most, the highest yeah, in the no, league. No, no, I know. But <laughs> like, what does that come down mate, to? Mm, positioning, I don't know. I'm not I don't want to sit here and start bashing him. I'm not just I'm just saying is personal, he, is he tall personal enough to be a centre half, Matty Pearson. Oh, I don't mate, know. Mate, quite small, mate. Mate, all right, we're going to that. Cesar Aspilicueta at Chelsea. We'll see. 5 foot 11. And he's yeah. a very good centre half. It's not all about aerial jewels either, is it? Wouldn't say though. Michael Owen was getting really good in the air. Got in front of it, time is running Yeah, but you're talking jump. well. You're not talking like Matty Pearson level here. Don't matter though. You're talking about height though. Yeah, I'm talking height, but if you're a good player, that's. Well, let's, you, you find me some centre halves in the Championship and we'll see how tall they actually are. Right. We'll do it now, but we'll, no, we'll, we'll do it, we'll do it yeah. for next week. We'll find some small centre halves or tall centre halves. I'm sure there's some small centre halves out there. That can jump, mate. <laughs> Nick said Daniels was all right. Don't think he's as good as what people are saying. Uh, did all right though. Yeah, he's probably not. Give him a chance, mate. Yeah, just give him a chance. Look, we at the moment we need something different. So put it this way, right? I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be the first to say this. I wasn't happy when Donovan Daniels was in the, in the squad for Saturday, especially starting. He'd never played in the squad before. Took a risk. All right, it kind of worked off a little bit. But is it is it that bad or is it that good? Do you know, do you know what I'm saying? Adam said we'd rather him be playing than Bree. Chris said he's the best out of a bad bunch. He's currently our best right back and he's not actually that good, as his recent loan spell shows. And Lewis says, considering how shit Doncaster made Daniels out to be, he was one of our best players and that says a lot. You well, can't look at one game, though. We're almost speechless with that one, aren't we? Yeah. We're almost speechless. <laughs> you can't look um, at one game. Look, wherever, in, wherever in, in over the last few seasons we've been on the crest of a wave, we're having a poor season at the moment, and I think that's the issue. That there are too many people expecting too much, and we've said that about expectations. So you know what? Some of our players haven't been performing as well as we've seen them in the past, and that's disappointing. But it's very difficult to to say that the new guy. Um, <laughs> was so shit at Doncaster he made our players look brilliant or you know the other way around you know our players aren't that good but it's not true you know good luck to him I hope, I, hope he, I hope he improves a lot I hope he stays yeah good luck to him let's move on to some Instagram questions today then I wanted to start on a question David asked us on Twitter and he said what do you think about supporters saying things like this is our worst season ever and season from hell I get things aren't going great but we've been through so much worse not knowing if we had a team until the day before the season started in 2008 yeah, to 9 that is spot on mate yeah well done perfect Dave. well done um, to what sense this guy to what sense and you're going to see as a Luton supporter I, I know you guys have seen it but it, it doesn't matter how old you are you're going to see us get relegated you're going to see us get promoted you're going to see us being in all these big battles have bad seasons good seasons that's the fun of supporting this club sadly um, mm. I've had a I've had a blast the years I've been watching them so this isn't the worst season ever to be fair the only thing I can back up the people that are saying that is if they're old people then I think you're stupid but if you're one of like the youngsters like old people you mean 
Older people like me. Senior people. No, like a bit like older me. Older people. Older, older people like me, yeah. yeah because like I can, I, can, I go back a long time watching the game. If someone like seventy-year-old David 70 is moaning old. about getting <laughs> the worst season, get off the seventy-year-old thing. <laughs> no, no, no. If, if it's someone like me moaning, who doesn't, who doesn't look back and and look back at you know, get the thirty points, go back to that, go back to the seventies, go back to relegation there and disappointment there, and go back to division three and four, you know. And we've been non-league. This is just the blip in Luton's history. There's much more exciting things coming. Much more. Well, I wouldn't even say like obviously it's a little blip, like you say. But I wouldn't even say this is not, this is well. From what I've been obviously I read books and obviously I've seen footage and so I've been alive. I say fortunately or unfortunately yeah. for sort of like, since nineteen early nineteen nineties. And obviously seen bit and people like oh fucking hell mate you're only a kid. No, I am a kid. But I, even I've seen. Things you've a seen million bad. times you've, you've, worse than this. Yeah, this is not bad. This is really not bad. This was going to be my point: is that maybe that's what I'm saying. If these comments are coming from old people, older, older Luton fans, <laughs> I'll be like, okay, don't get it. But if your first season was seeing Luton win the conference, and from then, really, that's all they've known is success yeah. and success yeah. and success, because that's what it's been since the conference. Then all, all then I, I can is... say is that they've not experienced any of the bad times. <laughs> yeah. So maybe some yes. people are thinking that. Well, but, it's the worst season they've seen. What I would Possibly. say about this season, I wouldn't say it's the worst season ever by far, but I would say I've been extremely disappointed with how this season's gone. I'd say I've been disappointed after 15 games. Really disappointed. I'll be honest, that's my opinion, but I'd say the first 15 games, I thought I wasn't really unhappy with it. Apart just, from, obviously, minor sort of decision that went against us or individual decisions it's not the worst season ever it's not the worst season ever and you know if they say that that's their opinion we've always said that football's we always talk about this it's our own opinions however it's not the worst season ever there's been far worse than this yeah it's still been disappointing it's disappointing yeah you can't get over the disappointment but it's not the worst season ever I mean just think on we've had a massive decision today about the future of the club you know that's more important than this season massive yeah can I just say as well another thing we're all going on like it's all doom and gloom. We've sort of 20 games left. I know I say the same stuff. Well, I say the same shit. We're going to say it anyway. Every week. But let's, not, let's just not give up just yet, yeah? Let's not, not give up. Not at all. That's all I want to say. Cause I, I know, obviously, Jonesy said, we need 20 points in our next 20 games or whatever. I believe that is inaccurate. I believe that we need more than that. I think we need close to 30 points we need to get on a run where we stop losing and start winning yeah at least drawing stop the run, at yeah. least drawing I think but, you look at the bottom of that league table at the moment and at, out of the bottom four it's hard to see how anyone above that is going to be caught by us and that worries me a little yeah massively but we that's like we need to start winning games like I I asked on social media today I put out on, a, on the podcast page is this Birmingham game a must win a couple of people replied no and I thought, uh, this is a game you yeah. have to be winning. I'd say if you, you're going to try and stay out, you need to be beating teams like Birmingham at home. Especially, Especially the when they're bottom in. of the yeah, form of table with us. Yeah. If, anyone's, if, if we can beat them and that's another defeat on and that. We need, to, we need to take this opportunity. Yeah. We need to take yeah. this yeah. Opportunity. opportunity. I'll yeah. tell you what, another thing is right. And if you say, oh, it's not a, not a must-win game, then what is a must-win game? I'll tell you what, that's not a must-win game. Then we need to go to, is it Forest the game yeah. after? We need to go there and win then. That's even more difficult, I'd say. Yeah. And then you're so, looking at the away, longer we go on and say that's not a must-win game, not, when do we get to the point where it's a must-win game? What, March? When you're, say, 14 points from yeah. safety? Because that, that won't be good enough, will it, really? 
We need to get as many points. I'd say a must-win game because you're at home against another team that are not very great at the moment. See, I told you before, I don't rate, I'm not a fan of Birmingham, whatever. But we need to start picking up results because it's getting close now. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like Steve was saying, mate, 50p, 5p, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wilson on Instagram asked, should Hilton go out on loan or is he good enough to go straight into the team? If I think I'd like to have he, seen Hilton against Bournemouth. If, if, he's he's fit enough, if he's fit enough... I think it's unfair on him personally. What, to come in? Straight away, yeah. Well, if he's Because he hasn't played for a long time, has he? let's face it. So then give him out the to someone else. The pressure's on. That, yeah. can, that can ruin him a little bit. The only thing is with Hilton, he's out of contract in the summer. Is he? Yeah, so oh. I think when Jones was asked about actually sending him out on loan, he said he might not do it. He might want to assess him to see if it's worth... Mate, if we go down, would you take Hilton in the starting line-up next season? Yeah. Probably well, would, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't we? We had him last season, didn't we not? Exactly. So why wouldn't we? Because if Jones doesn't get the chance to assess him, he won't keep him. So maybe that's why he needs that's to foolish. have a few games. Sure, that's foolish. Well, you know, put him on the bench and bring him on. Yeah, I agree with that. What I, do, what I don't agree with is just chuck him in the deep end. I but don't if he goes out on loan to Plymouth, what's the difference? No, I ain't saying that. We'd rather have him, but yeah. He hasn't played for a long time. Yeah, I'm well, give him a chance. Get him on the bench. He, no, you, no, you know course, he can do course, it. Yeah. Get him on the bench, bring him on. Give him 20 minutes. See what happens. I, really I wouldn't mind bringing on a striker when we're chasing the game for once. We haven't done that mm-hmm. like once this season. Right. We haven't really got the option to, have we, really? No. The only well, option probably would be Elliot Lee, and I feel like it's been harshly treated by not giving a chance up front. He always thinks, he says he's a striker, Lee. Mm-hmm. Never gets the opportunity as a striker. No, I know you say. Obviously, I've got my opinion on this. Obviously, you've got your opinion. Yeah. I'll be honest, my opinion is... Doesn't count. Yeah, but no, you're right, David, <laughs> it doesn't count. But I'm going to say it anyway, so fuck you. <laughs> Alex has asked us an interesting question I think I know my answer if you could bring any player in to sort the team out who would it be and he's put in brackets no money problems bring a player who would it be with no money problems does, does that mean we can spend 90 mil and just go get well, it depends if uh, Ronaldo wants to come That's on free for no wage sorry <laughs> uh, Zach says Daniels and Bradley is the new centre back partnership what are your thoughts I'd take it why not well, you already said you would earlier. Can't be much worse. Well, no, no, I think it's desperation, it it? People just clutch at things now. I think people just want everything to start <clears throat> working out. I just think Luton fans we get a good result on the weekend. We get a good result on the weekend, and whoever the back four is then starts the following week, and everybody likes that, right? If we lose, then it might be their fault. Yeah, I like the fact we haven't mentioned Jones much today, actually, because well, you just done that. The Jones chat, hallelujah. But the Jones chat, don't you think it's just? Uh, do you do you think if? 2020 came out and released a statement and said we are going to back Jones until the end of the season or until the end of his contract that it maybe just shut a few Luton fans up and everyone could just try and get on and support the team I think well, no. no not really no, no not really yeah. I think if you've got that opinion about him you're not going to change that no, of course and not if you right do now. then you're obviously easily influenced aren't you sorry but no I mean look listen I think the thing is with whole Jones chatting out so we're getting back into it touching on it a little bit but I think you say the board come out and back him that'd be nice to hear from certain people wouldn't like that certain people go okay fair enough but, but he's the manager right it? now okay so you've yeah. got to get behind we him and the team can't, he, we can't he hasn't made some of the best decisions when we've been watching yeah. I don't think but no, of you course know, not, not um, I'd be the first to say that and people go oh yeah all you do is just back Jones up all the time do you know what unfortunately that is not true because I don't back half of I have a conversation with you two do yeah. I not and so I don't back half of what he does but look he's the man 
in the driving seat at Luton at the moment. And unfortunately, it's not going all, you know. Do you know what I'd love to see, though? It is what it is. Is if people just realise that he's not going anywhere, there's no point in booing him when stuff isn't going our way. There's no point in getting angry when stuff's going our way. And we made Kenilworth Road a fortress again. Because this season, I'm going to say, Kenilworth Road has been very quiet. Very quiet. Yeah. I think there's a few games where it's been rocking, but I can think of many more games where it's been quiet. And if we go 1-0 down against Birmingham on Saturday, I think everyone's going to sit there. A few will probably turn. It happens every week, doesn't it? When you just love Birmingham to come to our ground and it'd just be absolutely rocking, just like a proper Kenilworth Road atmosphere. Yeah, and okay. everyone got behind the team and everyone got behind the manager and just... I know it's, 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 it's easy for me to say in it because when it's not going your way you get frustrated in the moment support the lads yeah you, we've got support haven't we like, the thing is we can't do anything else other than support your team because we can't go out there we can't kick the ball we can't do the transfers we can't do this can't do that because like I said I've said it before so it's not dig anything but the players I mean, like John still said control the controllables yeah, that's but, all they can do but players managers Come and go. It's their club for a small portion of yeah. their time. It's, it's your club, club yeah. for your lifetime. So get behind them. That's why I say I love the club. I'll support and I'll shout as long as I've got a voice to do it. Yeah. Do you know what upsets me as well? I've seen a lot of bitterness this season. And I don't like bitterness. I've seen a lot of Luton, so like United over the last sort of four or five years, six years. Yeah. And it's sad to see over the course of 20 odd games. If but it, it, some happens. of that joy gets sucked out of you when you're not playing well. Like we said the other week, and I, I don't know if but it was But do we you, still Luke. go away from home and we still go and support them, though, <laughs> do we not? Yeah, but that's the point is, I think Luke touched on it last week. If the team go out and give 100% and they fight yeah. for everything and then you come away and you go, oh, yeah. well, we didn't it's win true. that, but we really, really tried and it really felt like we was in the game, you know, good luck to you. But, but, yeah, but sometimes... It don't feel like it that. It don't feel like that. Nah, of course. So even and I think that's all we need to ask for against and it Birmingham. has been happening more often than not I think. yeah it's, since, it's coming home from some away games coming home from away games has been a bit drastic this season isn't it let's be fair <laughs> just a little well let's hope for a more um, oh, well, a performance like that where we just give everything against Birmingham on Saturday and he hasn't put the result out there yet though has he what was that normally goes I'll put it out there <laughs> I'll put it out there now Bataro <laughs> yeah but I'll just try to be positive week, can I do you know what I'm going for <laughs> I'm going for a one-all draw oh, until oh, the 95th minute. Okay. Until Manningham scores an absolute fucking peach of a free kick. There you go. Amazing. <laughs> That's all we've got time it's for today, anyway. So rate us five stars on the iTunes app. Get us on socials at Owen the Town. Thanks so much for listening today, and it's our first one of the new year. It might happen though. Is so, it? is it? Well, happy New oh, Year, everyone. Yeah. I can't remember. Well, it might not be happy, but yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> so for happy New Year. Thanks for listening, and Cheers. join us next week.